The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Said, people say to me, like, hey, Yurko's really got a pep in his step. Well, it's football. It's back. football. <laughs> yes, he's got a pep in his step. It's the greatest game in the world. You know, I my mean, dad texted me. Yeah. My dad texted me Sunday. How's Sweet Lou doing? Sweet Lou's good. Sweet Lou has recovered nicely. He's doing well. That's what I like to Played hear. golf with him a couple weeks ago up at Lake Geneva. I like at to the hear. Geneva National. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm um, glad the penicillin worked. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. Real nice. I'm joking, Lou. Uh, Louie, I'm joking. My dad texted me. He goes, boy, Yurko's really going after the Bears. I said, yes, well, after that display. Yeah. Well, you know, what do you expect? Listen, I only talk about what I see, fellas. That's all I can talk about. So tomorrow, today was a fun show. Tomorrow, I mean, my God, we're going to have McKnight at the movies. We're going to have Todd Furman live in Vegas. Uh, what else did Abdallah tell me? Oh, uh, Getsy speaks tomorrow. We'll play that sound. There's one other thing. Abdallah had to run upstairs to did do. Did you talk about Jesse Rogers? Jesse, thank you, Chris. Jesse. Hey, there, buddy. Hey, 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 buddy. Hey, everybody. Jesse will join hey, us. Any chance I can get some free tickets to that May- concert? <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, buddy. Hey, there, buddy. What do you think? Hey, there, buddy. Hey, uh, hey you know anybody over there? So, uh, maybe maybe I can get a free meal? Huh, buddy? Hey. Oh, stop it. Hey, there, buddy. Not like, Jesse's not oh, like that. I'm just joking around with Jesse. Night at the movies uh, and uh, Todd Furman tomorrow. So, it'll be loaded. And then Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings with Miller Lite in Aurora on Orchard Road. And we'll give away Bears tickets. Let's get up to Hallis because that's where Waddle and Sylvia are hey, Buddy. From live. We are your home for Bears football. Hey there, buddy. Hey, buddy. Two until six. Waddle and Sylvie today. Crosstalk brought to you by Club Hawthorne. Did the good kid just ask if your dad's penicillin took? Yeah, that's what he asked. Wow. I mean, that's unbelievable. It's a I mean, shot across like, the Like, it bottom. never ends with him. I mean, hey, it really never. does. Like, never. it just never ends. Hey, sweet Lou's no sacred cow. We can go after Louis. He was in the Marine Corps, so yeah. you never know. He could take uh, it. Who is, who is the sacred cow around here? Nobody. 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 Doesn't Nobody. exist. In Yurko's world, that person doesn't exist. That's right. Who was that that just came walking into the building? Oh, did you see that? Wow. Hello, hello. Are you guys, your head's been on a swivel oh, yes, all I've, day today. I've heard about that it? camera. Carm keeps talking about that we camera need we need outside. The outdoor camera? Somebody we need it. to wash these windows for people to be able to see. We need it, guys. I mean, for for the good and the bad. No, I'm with you. Right. We should have all the cameras. Oh, my God. Producer cam, outdoor cam, all of it. Chase, and I, I, I think Claypool cam. <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah, I don't we know. Think we need it, yeah. We know the eye in the sky will tell you. Yeah. But Carm, uh, when you were gone, I don't think I ever told you this either. Like Yurko's in football mode, and thank goodness for all of us. When you were gone, he was forced to talk a little baseball. Right. I heard about. Yeah. It. Did you hear about this I when Jesse when Jesse was on the I, show? I heard about. And the so when ball. when Peggy was hosting, so he couldn't just sit in the corner and suck his thumb. Right. I said thumb. I said thumb. I said thumb. Yes, I could. Thumb. I said thumb. I could do and that. We so talked he, about this at Peggy's birthday party yeah, on so, Saturday night. So he asked about the transition that and Nico Horner has had from short to second. <laughs> That's right. Like it was April. I was. Or like, like Nico has never played second when Javi was the shortstop. So that day, Sylvie, I didn't I was, even know Nico Horner was on the team when Javi was here. I, I was getting texts <laughs> about that, and then that was the day he called Chris Getz Littlefinger. So I was getting Littlefingers. They go, Yurko is calling Chris Getz Littlefinger. <laughs> Why Littlefingers? Well, no, 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 no. It's little only fingers, really funny if you've seen Game okay. of Thrones. I have. Well, that Littlefinger was the traitor. Oh, oh that's right, right, He always right, had yeah. the yeah. ear it's of such everybody. such a good reference. Right. He was it's always unbelievable reference. Going about, about the business of having everybody's <laughs> ear and planting right. little seeds in there. Like, and the so first good. thing that Jerry said was that uh, he was in my yes. ear. I go, Littlefinger. Three different people technically that go, Yurko's calling. Chris that Gatt's guy who finger. played that role played another oh, role. Yeah. And I'm 
that was that's so that is good. a great reference. So good. Do you guys want to start with no. like stuff from today or the player A versus player B, Sylvie? Yeah, I got a player A versus player B. I heard for you. Carm, that you you your your <laughs> seeds are all on fire. You love a good player A versus well, player B. I love it absolutely. Yeah. You, so you want that right now? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. And then I, I didn't hear your who's the douche either. I was excited, and then oh, you guys dude, did it at, it was at one. So a letter was written about, was it about your A strongly worded letter demanding uh, the return of a signed picture. You know, he, he dropped off a picture in July. July 10th. And he's threatening, like he there wrote the letter to John plan. Cravens. Uh, he's to John Cravens. Yes, to John Cravens. Hey, he's uh, trying to get me fired. The guy's uh, trying to get me fired. He wrote that his two options are uh, calling his friend Vito, who owns a collection agency in Melrose Park. He can have him retrieve the photo. I don't think Yurkovich would want to deal with Vito. He's a tough dago. How dare he? Wow. Vito once owned a restaurant in Melrose Park. The house specialty was broken neck of lamb. Second, I can swear out a complaint with the Cook County Sheriff's Office and come by 190 North State. Uh, and have it retrieved that way. Like, it was very strongly worded. He's writing writing a letter to Tom Dart? I guess. And all he wanted was Yurko to sign an autograph for him? A photo, yes. So, wait wait, wait a minute. And now he's threatening him? Yes. And he wanted the autograph? Yes. Well, listen, I've had the pictures with me. It didn't come with a self-addressed stomped envelope. Right. That's. If you send me something, I'll sign anything you have as long as you have a self-addressed so I've been going about the business of traveling yeah. with this picture, these two cards, the, the letters that he wrote on two pieces of paper. I put it together. I put it all together along with the DVD, and I've had him in my computer bag. It's been traveling with me for the last two months because I can't remember to get myself a, you know, an envelope. And then, you know, put his name on there and send it out. You got a computer in that computer bag? I got a computer in the computer bag, yeah. yeah you be able to use see. your computer right with a couple of broken thumbs, it sounds do you, like. Do you, guys want me to, do you guys want me to take you off course just real quick? Because, like, there's, yeah, like, off course. Can, I, can, I, can I get... Do you per- have breaking news? Can I get personal with something that I'm, like, super worried... That I literally, I might, have, not, to, I might have to penicillin go. Again? I might have to go right now. Oh, you got to go? Go ahead. I'm, I'm looking on my, my camera at home, and I'm getting a tree removed today. I think oh, these no. guys. I had a tree removed these today. Guys are taking down the wrong tree. No. What? So oh. I got to go. I, I mean, like, I'm not even go. kidding. I Get call, out of here. I call, <laughs> they got the wrong tree. You're gonna. Well, you, well, you're gonna be late if they're already started. Oh, no. right, the tree's already down. The tree's no. down. No, no, no. He's calling right now. Oh. What he's got in the back? He's got like a poplar tree in the back, and he's got a, a couple of oak trees, mighty oaks in the back. One of, those miss, oaks, one of those oaks. One of those oaks is dying. This has happened in surgery with yeah. like people, right? Where they like they they do surgery on the wrong knee. Carmen's making a phone call. It's amazing the technology. He's spying on his workers, and he's looking well, at them. Well, good and, thing. And yeah. they got the big chainsaw. The pool. Go? They got the big old pool in out, and they're about to take down the wrong tree. Poor car. Wow. It's so it's so weird too because I had I had a tree removed today yeah. too. Yurko, I'm sitting there in the booth in the first quarter on my birthday. Yeah, we have this big beautiful tree. I don't know what kind it is. What happened? Because I'm not a tree guy. Don't know. It it's healthy or it was healthy, beautiful. There was no storm, no nothing. My wife's working at the game, so both of us are at the game. We're both uh, working and busy. My mother-in-law is watching the kids. Right. And all of a sudden, I get pictures sent from my mother-in-law. The two of the big branches, I'm not talking about little branches, two of the big branches from the side of have the tree. Come down, have come down. Come down on our neighbor's house. No. Yes. 
Oh, terrible, terrible. You know, terrible. no wind, uh, like whatever. And, and, and Homeowner's then, insurance, my friend. Homeowner's well, insurance. Well, and, and do you know that Illinois law, the, the law is, if it's your tree, yes. and, but it's their house. They're it, responsible if it's it, on their it's, property. It's their property. Yeah. So, but thankfully there was no damage to their roof and I think just a little dent on their gutter. So the neighborly thing to do was, is we, we, we took the, we took the cost of removing the tree and everything like that. And, and the tree still looked healthy, but we didn't want to take the chance of having more branches fall on like a kid or anybody. Like, thankfully nobody was hurt. So today we removed the entire tree. And now we're going to plant another tree in its what, place. What, what kind of tree are you thinking of going with? Christmas tree. That's Something nice. I, I don't know it's anything Douglas, about trees. A Douglas fir? Is that what you plan on going with? An evergreen back there? No evergreen. No. Uh, I want to... I wanna, I wanna, uh, dare I say uh, you put a fruit tree back there. It won't get too tall. It won't get crazy. I would like a tall tree. It would, it would bear some fruit for you. This tree was in front of our second floor window that... We provided a little privacy in front of the oh, bathroom window, Yurko. So, so like, I felt yeah. good walking uh, out of the shower naked. Wow, chicka, wow, wow. Yeah. You know me, I don't like walking around naked, but I felt comfortable and confident walking around if out you, of the shower if, naked. If you put funhouse mirrors in, you'd feel very confident. What, why would you taller need a funhouse mirror? I look taller and thinner with a funhouse mirror. Do you have funhouse mirror. mirrors? Of course. Every one of my mirrors is a funhouse mirror. <laughs> and I've got other mirrors that make me look more handsome than I actually am. What do you call that mirror? Oh, the the, uh, the Johnny Hanson mirror? The Yurko mirror. mirror. That's the, my own Yurko mirror. Now, listen, I've got three black oaks in my backyard that are dead. I mean, I can see them. They're dead. Half the tree's alive. It's dead. One's over my porch. That's got to go down. You know, it's over the deck in the back with the hot said tub. Deck, right? Yeah, I said deck. Absolutely 100%. And um, that one's got to get taken down. Then I got one over the sport court that needs to be taken down. Then I got the one that's not going to cause anybody problems. But while the guys are there taking it down, I'm just going to get the third one the hell out of the way, too. You know what I'm saying? Do you have a big bush over down. your deck? Excuse well, me. I mean, you know, in, in the 70s, maybe. But uh, <laughs> no, what I've Not got today. is what I got is Japanese wisterias. It's like a, it's like a vine. I got it growing up three posts of my deck. Looks great. It's fantastic. But you've got to corral those Japanese wisterias, my friend. They produce a beautiful purple flower on them twice a year. They're fantastic. Look them up. But they will grow. They grow. And you mm. got to corral them. You got to get up on them. You got to cut them. You got to take them Johnny's got out. a green thumb. He, he is incredible about everything that he knows. Like, the, the guy knows everything about everything. Or yes, at least does. something a, a something little about bit. Everything. Something about take, everything. Something about everything. Listen, after I take those down... I gotta propagate some fig trees off my existing fig tree. Look, look, look at him. Look, look, look at him. He's not. Even, oh yeah, he's, are, he's laying what? on the I'm ground. I'm relaxing, guys. Well, I can't relax. I can't even job? see you. I just signed oh, into Twitch. You guys care? And I see your knee. I see your leg. I see your hey dude look, shoes. I'm hey dude. I'm up now. Is this what you wanted? You wanted to see me? I'm a little, is this what you want? Oh, there he is. There's the good cat. What a handsome lad. My daughter gave a fig tree to my father on. Father's yeah. Day. So it was like when she was five, right? So this thing's been going for 14 years. I didn't quite take care of it as well as I should have this year in the garage because you got to bring the tree in, right? The tree's in a pot, big pot, probably about three feet wide. 
I get it up, I get on a dolly, I move it in. I, I didn't quite take care of it the way it needed to be taken care of. But about tree right yeah, I cut it down at like the, the top. Quarterback. I, got a, I cut it down at the top, and it's grown some stuff on the bottom. So now i got to propagate these stems to let these become actual trees where I could plant them. So i got to get it to grow roots, right? Roots. So it's like you got to cut them, you got to surround them with dirt and, and, and like a plastic. You know, like a cellophane plastic, and then you leave it there for about a month, month and a half, and it gets enough roots on there. Then you can roots, cut it, roots. and you could plant that itself in another pot. Now, I kind of know how to do it, but I'm not an expert, and I'm looking for an arborist that can help me. Oh, you need a well. Yurko Any needs you an, arborist. an arborist. Well, we have a tree farmer who Harvey calls into the show back. often. Did Carmen right. save the tree? And we're just a farmer. Carmen's back. Uh, we have a tree what, farmer who calls in off. Yeah. What kind of tree is that, Carm? That they were trying to. What happened on? here? It's a it's a hideous tree. It's called a. Well, uh, I, I can imagine. It's Greek. It's hideous. called a shag. Yeah, it's, it's from the Greek island a, of hideous. It's called a shag. Oh, yeah, yeah baby. A, it's called a shag bark. Shagadocious. A shag bark hickory. It's a hickory tree. It is the most awful tree you'll ever see in your life. It's but you like it? Uh, no, it's terrible. That's the one you want gone. It's gone. They're taking it down. What, right, well, it's what struggling tree anyway, but it, what tree it makes it such at? a mess. Yeah, what tree? What tree? How did they make what the were mistake? They no, cut I, down? I, I don't know, but we're we're uh, we're all good. We're all good. What uh, were they thinking about? Coincidentally, <laughs> coincidentally, go figure. At the time that this was happening, I got another thing going on. I got what? a million things going on. I got a million things going on here. I got my guy, Jeff, from uh, Ampest. He's coming to try to get to lower the amount of chipmunks at the house. They've you got a lot of chipmunks. Oh, my God. You burrowing. should see these chipmunks. And they live in that Are tree. you trying to kill them, Carmen? Are you no, just trying, trying to catch them, them and then remove them? Well, he, what he does is they catch oh, them and they remove listen, them. Listen, if you, yeah. you fry them up with a little bacon, yeah. delicious. <laughs> so, so Jeff shows up at the house to check because he, he, he collects them, right, Tommy? And then he takes them away. And we were talking via text last week because I was telling him, he goes, this he goes, this tree you got in the front is the problem. I said, it's getting cut down. He got there at the same time. He goes, guys, you're cutting down the wrong tree. Oh, God. So he knew, too. So he saved the day. I think yeah. Jeff saved the Wait, day. Well uh, done. He gets a bonus, Carmen. Yes. You got you to the, 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 We, we got to bring that back. I saw uh, it on the camera. Wait, I go, wait, 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 with your reaction, tree. you're like, guys, can yeah. I get personal for a second? Yeah. And I'm like, what, what's going on? Personal. You're like, I got to go. I didn't know what you were going to say. Yeah, either did I. I thought, I thought you were going to, like. I thought there was some nakedness said, involved. Yeah. I thought he said he's going to lose his sack or something. I mean, what's going on? Yeah. I look on the camera. I'm like, these guys are about to cut down the wrong tree. Can I get personal? with you guys so, yeah. so everything's going to be okay i think we got it i think jeff uh, saved the day right wow thank you and I just, well, then i texted the guy from the tree company i said i said mauricio i said you, the, mauricio. you're cutting down Same the wrong correctly. tree mauricio. by the way cutting down a tree ain't cheap <laughs> no it Tell cost me 1200 yes yeah that's it sylvie it costs money i mean including the stump you got my guys oh this stump did you grind the stump up or did you dig it out i don't know what they did but they got rid of it for me yeah listen i won't mention their name i got my guys that have cut down every tree i've had a problem with over the course of years i probably cut down 12 14 trees over the course of 23 years wow on your property or someone else's my property and my adjacent lots 
Oh, yeah. So Jason, you got, you got well, he owns, lot? That he owns the We should. You know what we should do? We should build a station home next Dude, to next I, to Yurko. I've already pitched this. Oh, sausage Castle, a, a poker part slash two. cigar room, and a, yes. a sausage castle. Yes. Sausage Castle. I mean, where we get smoke sausage? We'll call it the Smoke Sausage House. Oh, we'll put like a go kart track in we the know back. There's no taxes oh, over there. Right. Twice the house, half the taxes. Right. We put a go kart track. We'll open it up. Come on, come on down. How about a bass pond as well? They got one right in the back, but we got to dig it out a little bit. Get the Army Corps yes. engineers to come over. Saying. Give us about 15 feet I'll of depth. I'll move to Northwest Indiana if we can move into the sausage deer. factory. We could harvest deer right in the backyard. This is like mm. a full-on like, man cave. Got gooses. I mean, yeah. Got the greater white-fronted goose comes Gosh, down there, too. The uh, old no. speckle belly. Did By the way, know? Carm, have you seen the video advertising the sausage castle? No. It's epic. I you have to. Right, you have to. Get a loves the Meller and I. Meller and I watched it. It's unlike anything you've ever seen in your entire life. I'm in. I'll, I'll be watching this. It's a long time Waddle's World story. Oh, it's probably the best Waddle's World story of all time, and it's yeah. Gary oh, yeah. Busey's nephew. Yeah, is that right? Yes, runs in the family. He's, He's doing well. well. He's doing well. Wow. Gary Busey, I'm sure. Oh no, <laughs> He's not doing well. Been doing well since He's not 2001. Well. So, uh, so th- uh, I think disaster averted. I think we're good. Did I miss Player A? No, player we were waiting for no, you. Waiting I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks we for waiting. Time. We're player A. That's you under up. your purview. He wouldn't celebrate Christmas without you, Carl. Paul O'Neill. By the way, uh, uh, Yurko was talking in double entendre while you were gone about some uh, moss Iowa, on his uh, yeah. on his deck. Did you hear the Iowa quarterback uh, his press conference? McNamara? Is that who is it? Yeah, he's the, he's the Michigan. I player. only know punters at it's the, Iowa. It's Cade McNamara's the transfer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, the punters are the most Reg- active no, players. Yeah. Reggie Roby. I think this was yesterday. At least I saw this on Twitter. This was going around. Tyler, do you have the audio from his press conference? Yep, here we go. You know, our level of communication up front and me with me, the backs, and, you know, really everyone just being on the same page because we know these guys are going to come. Uh, a lot. I mean, there's a lot. But I mean, we have to be on key with our hots. We got to be on key with our protection. So, um, <laughs> damn it, I was not expecting that. But yeah, we'll, we'll be. <laughs> That's awesome. That is outstanding. Isn't it great? Uh, you want to adopt him, don't you? Yeah. He would be the sh- our show quarterback. <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. And I yell, he's being 1,000. Let's give him a few grand. The, the Iowa quarterback. Yeah. And he could slip in, like, you know, dirty comments yeah. every yeah. press conference. We feed him. It's like yes. that prank show yes. where, yes. where they, we feed him lines every press conference, and we give him five grand. Yeah, five yeah. grand we, we a really month. We wanted to make sure we got on top. I mean, like, we could have a field day with that. <laughs> I mean, that's the best, the best thing an Iowa quarterback's done in years. <laughs> Way to go, Cade. No that was fantastic. Definitely the most offensive thing we've heard or seen from Especially an Especially in that offense. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, you want player A versus player B? All right, let's do this. All right, this is uh, two wide receivers. Okay. Two wide receivers. Two oh, wide boy. receivers. I already have a feeling I know we're so wide out. We'll I think I know as well. All right, go ahead. Two, two wide, wide receivers out. and they... Uh, Jerry Rice. And they both play for the Beloved. Jerry Rice and uh, Chase okay. Claypool. Oh, they both play for the Beloved. They both play for the Beloved. Okay. Or okay. And this is, this is their... This is their career okay. with the Bears. Oh, okay, all right. One player has played in 16 career games is, for the Bears. Is this A or B? The, well, this is player A. This The number one would be okay. player A. Okay. 
Player A. Number one would be Player A. Player A. 16 games, right. 21 receptions okay. for 323 yards. That's right. an average of 15.4 yards per catch yeah. and one touchdown. Okay. Player B mm-hmm. has played in half the games, eight games. Okay. He has 14 receptions oh boy, right. for 140 yards. That's right. Claypool. An average of 10 yards per catch yeah, and zero good. touchdowns. Can I get the first guess? Or no, let's give it to Carm. Give it I to Carm. I B want is Claypool. Yes. Go. Oh, who's player A? So B is Claypool. I'm going to say. How many games for player A? <laughs> player A is 16. I know who it is. Uh, it is Equiminius. Yes, that's where I was going, Carm. Now, the reason I bring this up, and you are correct, player A is right, EQ St. Brown. That was a pretty easy one. The, the reason I bring this up is because I heard you guys talk about this before, is, hey, maybe you deactivate Chase Claypool because EQ St. Brown is the better blocker. Mm, I, w- I would tell you right now that EQ St. Brown is the better pass catcher. You might be right, Sylvie. At least in his Bears career. He's the better player. He, he has... 323 yards receiving versus 140. Now, half the games, but that's still more than twice as many for an average of 15.4 yards per catch versus 10 yards per catch. So if he's a little bit better as a pass catcher and a much better blocker and effort player, like what is Claypool giving you at this point? Nothing. I mean, the well video done, tells Sylvie. me he's giving me nothing. So like, like this, this notion that... Claypool is this pass catcher. What what of his games in a Bears uniform has shown you that? I would say this even uh, to it, enhance that or, or advance that conversation. Neither running, ne- neither receiver really is an exceptional route runner. And I will tell you that I will take EQ getting up onto the toes of a cornerback before I would even Claypool. Now both of them are long striders and choppers, so you don't want either one to run a. a, a like a hook route, a deep hook, but I think that I think Equinemius St. Brown runs just as good a routes, if mm. not better routes. So mm. if you've got a fourth receiver and you're going to give Tyler Scott more That's run, point. and you've got a fourth receiver who you know you need a guy to maybe make a catch and to block for you, that can play special who's, teams. Who, 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 and, and who's the safer bet these days? I, I think it's like the biggest storyline of the week at this point, isn't it? I mean, it, I, I don't right? think like I would. I don't. I don't have this on knowledge. My guess is he doesn't play. No, my guess is that he still does. Oh, yeah, my oh, guess okay. is he would My guess too. is they, they give him one, one more, more chance. chance. Listen, okay. this is what I would. Okay. Look, this is the NFL. This isn't but high school. Would, this so- isn't a college environment. He should be made available to the press today. He should be sitting at the table and get his response yeah, to what I'm, has transpired. I'm with you. Like, you're a professional. Yeah. Like, this, we're, not, we're, we're not coddling anybody any longer. <laughs> Good point. You know, I mean, like, I don't know if he's going to meet the media or not today, but it's been reported that the coach and he had a meeting, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said it's all being evaluated now. Well, I think that you. I you thought know. that was interesting. Yeah. But, but yeah. the way the track record on Eberflus is, is he likes to try to right. get them back, and we'll see if he can get them back and give them one more chance. Yeah. But we'll see. All right. All right. What else is on the show, boys? So, so a lot of Bears conversation today. Uh, obviously, the. The Waddle watched the All Twenty Two, the coach's film, J- J- yeah. and Waddle puked. Uh, and then and then he puked again. It's bad. Um, and we will rank what bothered us most. J.T. O'Sullivan, who does a great job on his YouTube channel, former NFL quarterback, 
has a really good following on teaching the quarterback position, um, dissected it, and we took the best stuff from that, and we're going to play it for you. Carmen, it, it had to be even more disappointing when you watched it than it, you even thought it, it was bad. It was bad. I mean, yeah. the, I, I, there was so much that was wrong with so it. So much I, player failures, no yes. player execution, and so many fronts. Across the board. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we have Joniak at, at three here. We're at Hallis Hall. It's Hump Day at Hallis Hall, in case you didn't know. We're, uh, we're calling this Hump Day at Hallis. We hope to do this every Wednesday. Jeff Joniak in studio at three. Mike Lombardi mm. at 430. That should be interesting considering his criticism he's had for um, Justin Fields and Courtney Cronin in studio at 5 o'clock. Good stuff, guys. Have a great show. Waddle and Sylvie live at Hallis. Timber. Next. Woof. Disaster averted, boys. Thanks. Uh, and we'll see everybody tomorrow. All right, Chicago sports fans, are you ready for some SUV action? Toyota SUVs can roll up their sleeves for twisty trails. Or you can dress up for a night out on the town, up your family adventure game with a Highlander. You know, Wilbon texted me yesterday about the Highlander. He's interested. I wouldn't blame him. Uh, make a splash with the rugged RAV4. I just drove the family to a football game at NIU this weekend. We had a blast. It was a great outing. Or you can haul your toys in this spacious new Sequoia. They all come with standard features and some sweet, sweet tech. Plus, every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care. It's a great deal, a two-year, 25,000-mile, no-cost maintenance plan that includes roadside assistance. Check out the full Toyota lineup at toyota.com or visit your Chicagoland Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. We are live at Hallis Hall. It is hump day at Hallis. As the Bears go back to work, lots of work to do, certainly. We'll talk to Joniak. In about a half hour, I want to play some sound on uh, dissecting the Bears' offense. And uh, J.T.O. Sullivan watched it. Everyone's guilty. Everyone is guilty. Amen for that, my friend. Uh, one, one note on Chase Claypool, too. You asked for Chase Claypool to be available yes. to the media. Yes. Uh, my buddy Kyle Neighbors, who's the editor over at Shaw Media, where I write my column. Hello, neighbor. Uh, and uh, Sean Hammond does a great job covering the Bears for Shaw Media, you can read them in the Daily Herald and other the Shaw uh, entities that they have. Sean's really good. I tweeted out his article today because there's some good information. Uh, Sean said that they inquired about Chase Claypool, and Claypool declined to talk today. So they wanted to have him speak, the reporters, or Sean did. Uh, the Bears asked about Chase Claypool being available. And Chase declined to speak today. I didn't even know that was an option that you could could you could decline. How about hey, we're paying you handsomely. Uh, the media would like to to speak with you today, so we're going to make you available. It's accountability. It's I need to be better. Um, yeah. I'm working at it. Uh, I know the Bears gave up a lot for me. I want to be better. That's not acceptable for me. There's a standard I hold myself to. And I, I just need to be better after that. Like, Thank you. And I All think of that you, stuff you, needs to be uh, needs to be enunciated. I, look, it's 
Again, we, this is, I always say this, and I know people get tired of saying, hearing me say this, but he has an opportunity to change the narrative. Only he can do it. He has to decide, like you just said, that he is going to be better and that people are going to start talking differently about him because of how he performs and the effort that he gives forward and how he carries himself. And look, all of this stuff is important to the entire team. This is a 53-man roster that is in year one of the rebuild. Last year, they tore the whole thing down. This year is year one of, of a new era. And you don't want to be the weak link, or you don't want to be the guy that kind of brings the vibe down. Because if you are, then you make yourself a target for being removed. Like, I, I don't know what motivates different people and w- regardless of whatever profession you're in, but if it's money, this is the ultimate opportunity for this young man. I mean, he, this, is his rook, or this is his contract here. He's got all the motivation in the world, you would think, you right? You would think. You've got naysayers out there who think you can't do it. It's money, like you just said, in a contract for next year. It's proving the Steelers wrong that they traded you. It's proving Ryan Poles right that he traded for you. There's a lot of things uh, motivationally that you'd want. It's what I said in May or in June when I told you the report from someone inside the building. What I said, and a lot of people like were mad at me, I said that he's not – the person who told me inside the building used the description that he's not a self-motivated guy. The description that I used was – DJ Moore came in here. He got his nose in the playbook. He learned it quickly. There was no hand-holding, and he got out to work, and he learned it quickly. That when Chase came in, he didn't learn it. He needed to have his hand held, and he was still learning it then. And plus now he wasn't being available in that mini camp where he was out for a long time, and it bothered some people inside the building, all of it. And people took exception. And I used the phrase, Back then, and you can listen to it, too, from back in June, that I said that Claypool can change the narrative, that there's still training camp. He could come back from his European vacation. He can get out on that football field. He can have a great camp, and he can change it, and he can have a great year in a contract year. And in game one, he goes for zero catches, and he shows little effort. And that's not the way you change the narrative. That's the way you get your ass benched. Well, yes, and from a, a, a selfish or individual standpoint, there is a lot of motivating factors for wanting to be the best that you can be. And, and I would think money, even more so than pride, at some point also plays a role. As a team, they're looking to create a new vibe. And they're looking to create a new identity. This can't be part of your new vibe or your new identity. You are, you, you've taken a program and you've flipped it on, on its head. And you are trying to start anew. You cannot start anew when one of your key pieces or one of your focal points is, is, is doing stuff like this. Whether it's, it's you put on the film and you're like, look, I, I, I'm not trying to be an ass, but... You tell me if this is acceptable. It wouldn't be acceptable to me. You tell me if this is being productive. It wouldn't be productive to me. You're trying to create a new culture in the building. You can't have that stuff. No, and, and like a couple of Ryan Poles' first acquisitions that who are pros and not rookies have set a bad precedent with the way they've worked. Chase Claypool and Nate Davis. 
And that's that's not good because when it's one thing that you want to sweep out the old and Ryan Pace's guys, but when you start adding your pros and you're not going to hit with all of them, but when your guys don't come in and aren't showing effort or aren't in shape like Nate Davis wasn't in shape to play and Chase Claypool isn't showing effort in a game, that's a bad thing for you as a general manager. It's a bad look. Listen, I think we were all very patient with Nate Davis as well. Not sure what the personal issue was that kept him out of practice that one day, but he was able to play on Sunday, and he did not perform very well. There are certain guys in this league that can sit on the sideline during training camp, and when the lights get bright and the regular season gets here, they insert themselves in and they play as plus players. They're Pro Bowl caliber players. You know why? Because you're a dude. If you're not a dude, you can't carry yourself like that. If Nate Davis had gone out on Sunday against Green Bay and been a plus player, especially when you're asking him to stand next to a rookie right tackle who is your future, that dude needs some stability. He needs some confidence. He needs all of that stuff. And I think that 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 kid played well despite. But if you're not a dude, then you can't do what Nate did. And I think we found out on Sunday that, He's not a dude. So taking the approach that he took, whether it was, listen, injuries are injuries, okay? But going back to OTAs, like you were given a big contract, and, and I'm sure that Ryan Pohl said to him is, hey, my friend, you, we spent a lot of money on you. We're building something in Chicago, and you're going to be part of the foundation. Show up to work. We'd like for you to be here at work. Like, again, if you show up on game one and you're steamrolling, guys, then I can understand it. But when you're getting steamrolled and you've taken the path that he has taken, it leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth. Tyler, can you play Eberflus on Chase Claypool? This is uh, him at the uh, podium today um, talking about Chase Claypool, and I think they had a, a meeting today, too. And, and everything that he had to say on Chase Claypool. Here's the exchange uh, from earlier today when it, Matt Eberflus met the media. Matt, with Chase Claypool specifically, with the blocking, is that reflective of an inability to block or of poor effort blocking? You know, I would just say everything comes down to technique. You know, it's, it's about technique, and it's about really about when you're blocking the perimeter like that, you have to have good technique, right? And, uh, you know, he's displayed good technique in practice on that. And uh, that's why we had him in those positions. But uh, perimeter blocking is all about technique. It's all about your angles, and it's all about your intensity for sure. And uh, it's always about that. And uh, it doesn't matter if you're push cracking on a, on a line on a, a linebacker or cracking down on, on, on somebody inside. Um, that's what it's always about. Because you had St. Brown inactive, he's known as a very good blocking wide receiver. Is it possible that Claypool would be inactive this week? So we're looking at all possibilities right now. You know, I'm not going to talk about who's going to be up and down for the game right now. Um, you know, for obvious reasons, but uh, we're looking at all all things to make our team better. Who's going to be up and who's going to be down in terms of the active roster? Last thing on that, he went. Claypool went to the injury tent, I think, twice. Was that was injury a factor in how he played Sunday, or did you think he was fine physically? There was there was no injury reported. Why was he in the injury? I have no idea. And listen, technique's part of everything. Technique's part of blocking. Technique's part of running routes. Technique's part of catching a football. Do you know what it takes as a wide receiver in the National Football League to be good at being a blocker? Everyone wants to catch the damn ball, right? 
You don't get paid for blocking for the most part. You get paid to catch the ball. So when they ask you to block, for me, the majority of it's effort. You have to be willing to do your part. If you're not going to buy in and you're not going to give the effort, then your technique is meaningless. You know what I need? I need good technique. But first and foremost, I need a guy that's willing to make the block for his teammate. Like, it's really simple. Right. This is high school stuff. Right. It's, I heard Carmen make the comparison, bring up Norm Van Leer in defense. It's a want. It's yes. A, it's like rebounding. It's a want. Right. It's, How badly do you want it? And it's, there's nothing sexy about being a blocking wide receiver. Right. But, nothing. But it's important. Of course it is. So it takes a desire to do it. Here's the play. J.T. O'Sullivan, uh, Tyler, if you can play me this one. Uh, on the lack of effort from uh, Chase Claypool. This is from the quarterback school. You can follow him on Twitter. Uh, we're going to have him on soon. He's a former backup quarterback who's very good breaking this stuff down on YouTube. He trains quarterbacks now, and uh, he knows what he's talking about. Here's his clip on the Chase Claypool stuff. This is how people get fired. This is how wide receiver coaches get fired. Effort like that, that's laughable, bro. That's a scout team look. What is he thinking? And then he's trying to like have an excuse about his hands. Now, the other thing I will say here is this looks like it's supposed to be screens on the outside, almost like double S, S-S-R-O. And what I mean by that is it looks like we're running like spear screens on the perimeter with quarterback draw. Now, if that is the case, I like this design. Quick little flats, and then the outside guys, the one and the two, are blocking. You obviously have to block here. This is legitimately L O L from this cat right here. It's embarrassing. And then if you're running that with everyone else running quarterback draw here, I kind of like that. And that's a cool play. You know, maybe we, you know, I understand why he throws it down here. He thinks he's got numbers. He actually thinks 10 is going to block. He doesn't know 10 that well or hasn't watched him on film yet. Now, the thing I haven't mentioned yet is we haven't run Justin Fields one time in the first half. I mean, maybe some of those like muddy plays were runs, but we got to run him. We got to run him. And again, I'm not letting 10 off the hook. I'm just telling you, this is how position coaches get fired early on in a season. Effort like that. I mean, I laugh, but it's not funny. Like, uh, look, and this is the reason. There's probably some game people. One. Guys, it's game one. Yes, that's right. This is game one. Like, you watch the film. I would just say, like, if anyone is, is kind of nonchalant, a good word to use today on a number of fronts, about this and say, hey, it's only game one. It's game one of year one of a rebuild. Well, game one is when you just had it refreshed all training camp on how to block. Right. and Like, it, you shouldn't get the, this, like, the pitcher not covering first base after all spring training working on covering first base right. drills. Well, and again, my point is, is like, we're this team, you're not the Chiefs. You're not the Eagles. You're, you can't look at game one, especially against your rival, and go, yeah, I mean, we just have had some injuries in camp, and we're just... You are looking to set the tone for a new era of Bears football. I got a new president. I got a new GM. I got a new coach. I got a new everything. We're one of the youngest teams in the league. We got half our players are second-year guys or younger. You can't come out and lay a turd effort-wise, technique-wise, execution-wise on your home field against a team that came to town with the youngest crew in the, in the National Football League. That's why I'm passionate about it. Will I get over it at some point? Maybe if they go out against Tampa and show better. I can't overlook game one of this season because there were so many expectations for things to be done differently. And what we saw on Sunday left you 
bewildered on so many fronts. I think, to me, game one brings up opposite vibes, and I'll explain that coming up next. 312-332-3776. I want to play more JT O'Sullivan. I want to get into what Waddle saw from the uh, coach's film, and Jeff Joniak is going to join us. It's a hump day at Hallis. Hump day at Hallis. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home. We're there with you, making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Yep. Um, like, my point about the first game is, like, not that it's only the first game, and I, I don't think many fans have come to us with that. And I think JTO Sullivan hit this. My big takeaway is that you prepared all offseason for this, and that's what you came up with in your first game. Like, that's shameful that after all that, all the optimism, after all the building, after all the preparation, after all the work, that that's how you looked in the first game and the Packers looked like that with a new quarterback? The with youngest new, team in the league. Right. With, like, that to me is how the first game thing is spun. Not, oh, it's only one. It's that's what you came up with in the first game. And I want to play you the, the Cole Komet sneak. Um, he was funny. J.T. O'Sullivan, the former backup quarterback who does quarterback school. Um, his, his, he did an hour breakdown on YouTube on the Bears game. An hour. It is, and it is worth your time. I put it on. I did the the mirroring from my phone onto the onto the um, television. And if you just have a smart TV, you could just go to YouTube and and search the quarterback school and put it up that way. But instead of just watching it on your phone, put it on your television. It's really cool. And so this was his breakdown on Cole Komet's sneak on their first possession on third and like a long one. First third and one of the year. First third down of the year. We are not going to run our world-class, awesome, powerful running quarterback. We're going to run our eligible tight end in on a trick em sneak. Double middle fingers this. This is the whole offseason. This is the first third and short of the year. Get out of here. I mean, there are so many different ways to talk about this. First of all, did anyone watch Philadelphia last year? There are so many better ways to do a sneak than this. The other part is that this is the best player. He runs the ball really well. All you have to do is snap it to him and let him run to the right. That's all you have to do. This is not acceptable, man. We're not calling 85's number on the first third and one of the year. It's not It's not happening. It can't be happening. Yeah, I thought that was great. Like, again, that's the context of you prepared all offseason and did that. It, it doesn't make any sense. Nobody had a good day. Like, I, I, we've retreated, not we, but, I mean, everyone has retreated into their camps of who to blame. Oh, the offensive line sucks, so no one can get it. The coordinator's no good. The quarterback. Guess what? Yesterday or Saturday, Sunday, nobody was good. Yeah. They, the, 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 you, we can rank who should be most culpable, and at the end of the day, I lump the entire team together as players because this is professional sports. There was such a lack of player execution all over the field in bare uniforms that it was it was just it was hard to to watch a second time. It's just funny because uh, we had Zetterman on on our uh, show call. We we're here at House for the Hump Day at House, and Tyler's back at the station too. And Danny's take was 
that it's the scheme that he thought, and it's not even Danny's opinion that the scheme was worth. He watched J.T. O'Sullivan, and he thought J.T. O'Sullivan blamed the scheme the most. And then, like, we thought he was blaming a lot Justin Fields or blaming the effort. Like, you can watch the hour, and you may have a different opinion on who he is blaming the most. And my point is, you, you could have five different people and come away with a different opinion on who he is the most mad at after that hour. And that's where you know that everybody is culpable and that you have a massive problem because the head coaching, the offensive coordinator, the quarterback, the line, the play, the execution. The defensive coordinator's decision. Everything. But this was mostly offense. Is what he was looking right. at. Right. No, I yeah, get yeah. it. But, I mean, if you yeah. watch the film, you right. Right. all of it's going to leave you with an uneasy feeling. So, 312-332-3776. Before Joniak gets in here, I want to take your calls. We could even take some with Jeff, the voice of the Bears. He's going to join us. Coming up next, we'll take all your phone calls. It's a hump day at Hallis.